0: Love Talk Radio.
1: This is Prayer International Radio, our Tuesday night broadcast. I'm your host for the night, Sean Homburg, and our call number is 619-638-8458 if you need prayer for anything. So over um, well, this week, we're going over um, Psalms 119, uh, talking about the law of the Lord Obedience and whatever else the Holy Spirit um, decides to bring up. Um, so that being said, I'm just going to go ahead and get into it. Um, we left off on chapter on verse 16. So um, Psalms 119 verse 17. If you have a Bible, it says, "Deal bountifully with your servant." You know, sometimes I, I um, wonder about the prayers that we pray, and we've said this before about we often, do not do um, change in that scripture, but it brings up a good point when we ask the Lord to bless us, um, when in fact we know he already does, uh, not because we deserve it, but just because he is a good father. And he's always doing boundlessly with us to begin with. It says that I may live and keep your word. Open open my eyes that I may see wondrous things from your law. And how are our eyes opened? Um, And why would he even say we need to open our eyes? You know, um, scripture declares that there's a difference between a spiritual man and a carnal man. To be Spiritually minded is but, it, to be carnally minded. if that to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Um, you can't walk in the flesh and walk in the spirit at the same time. You can't serve two masters. You can't walk in this world, love this world, love things in this world, and still love God. Jesus said, um, if you have two masters, you'll despise one and hate, and, or you'll love one and you'll hate the other. You'll be obedient to one and disobedient to the other. And far too often, we, as um, children of God, um, walk upon this fine line of serving the world and serving the interests of the world and the things of the world and serving God at the same time. But a lot of times that's done not necessarily out of um, a desire to do do so, because even Paul said, um, the things I desire to do, I do not do. And But, you know, it's interesting because when it comes to having revelation and understanding of our identity in Christ and who we are in Christ and the gifts and the um, blessings that he has poured out boundlessly upon us already, um, many times we need to go to the Father um, and to the Scripture and to the Word to um, get the revelation of our status, as you will, as children of God so we will be informed. So when the enemy comes in declaring things that aren't true about who we are in Christ, about the adoption we have through the blood of Jesus, we have something to stand up on, something strong and a foundation of the word of God. And sometimes that only comes through spending time with the Lord. Sometimes that only comes through spending time with the Lord and seeking his face. And then having him reveal those things to us, you know, it's like the... um, Story in um, The book of John chapter 9 There was a man who was blind from birth um, Like many of us Were before we were Born again to this new Life which we have and where The scripture says behold all things Past I mean all things past Behold all things become new But this man was blind from birth And and his disciples um, asked him Saying Rabbi who sent this man Or his parents that he was born blind you know, many times whenever good things are happen, good things happen or bad things are happen, we tend to point fingers and we tend to try to make explanations for why um, bad things happen. Um, but the reality is, um, sometimes it isn't because um, of what a person did. Um, many times it is, and the world we live in. But at times there are circumstances that we get put in um, just so that God can glorify through them. As we said last night, um, the scripture declares and that his grace is sufficient and his strength is made perfect in our weakness. And so in um, this chapter, Jesus said, neither this man nor his parents sin, but that the works of God should be revealed in him. And then he says, You must work the works of him who sent me. I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. And when he said these things, he spat on the ground and made clay with the saliva. And he anointed the eyes of the man with the clay. And he said to him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which is tran- translated as So he went and washed and came back seeing. And, you know, people think about this, about Jesus um, spitting on the ground, making mud, putting this into the man's eyes, um, to and then turn around telling him to go watch. Well, there's two different things that happen here. Number one, he was anointed with an anointing that he couldn't understand. There was a, a, a principle of Jesus performing a healing that was outside the understanding of of human intellect Um But Jesus knew what he was doing And So he covered the man's eyes With mud And then he told him to go wash And you know Sometimes we have to receive from the Lord And then we have to receive again And even in the washing Um Once we come to Jesus Once our um, eyes have been opened Um We still have to go through his word, Um, as it says, the washing um, of his word. And he said that you are clean because of the words that I have spoken to you. He talked about a fountain of living water springing up into everlasting life. And so, but it wasn't something to just make it do on his own. He couldn't heal himself. He couldn't see himself. He couldn't just, um, he couldn't have put his mud on his own eyes and then gone and washed in the in the river and been healed, it could have only come through the Lord Jesus Christ. And real sight is the same thing. Spiritual spiritual sight um, only comes by revelation of the Holy Spirit, which is why the um, prayer in Ephesians, um, I think it's Ephesians chapter 1 verse um Verse fifteen it says, Therefore I also, after I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you making mention you of my in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation, not in the things of the world, but it says in the knowledge of him, that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you would know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power. And then the Bible says that to the world, to those that are on the outside, the gospel seems like foolishness but to us who are being saved is the power of God. There's different perspectives on the things that God does um, based on the eyesight That you're looking at it Depending on the perspective you're looking at You can see your circumstances The way the world sees them And um, react The way the world would react Or you can look through the eyes of the Father Look through the revelation that it only Comes through the one who leads you And guides you And react based on The Father's opinion about a situation Or about a circumstance Or whatever else and it says in um Psalms one nineteen, uh, nineteen it says, I am a stranger in the earth, which the scripture already declares in Hebrews. It says that uh, those who declare so plain think, plainly declare that they seek the homeless, um and declare that they are strangers, pilgrims. Um, upon this earth, Jesus said, If I go away I'll surely come again and receive you unto myself and he said, I go and prepare a place for you. The Bible says that we are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens of the saints and the members of the household of God. It says we've been adopted into the family of God. It says, do not hide your commandments from me. My soul breaks with longing for your judgments at all times. You rebuke the proud, the cursed, who stray from your commandments. Remove me from reproach and contempt Where I have kept your testimonies Princes also sit and speak against me But your servant meditates on your statutes Your testimonies also are my delight And my counselors And my counselors You know, um, if you flip over to Look at Joshua um, And I think we also talked about this um, Yesterday and last week Where you know, since the almost since the beginning, um the Lord has always declared a blessing for obedience. He always um declared that we should be um um bold and courageous to not have any fear, um as the scripture declares that he hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And, you know, he said to um Joshua, well actually you know the In Joshua chapter 1, it says, After the death of Moses, because Moses just died, Joshua was taken over. It says, After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you. As I said to Moses, you know, here we're seeing the, um, unchanging, um, dedication, the unchanging faithfulness of the Lord, whereas he made a promise to the children of Israel, and he was going to complete it, um, from generation to generation, as long as it takes. Um, the Lord is actively going to fulfill the word that he has spoken over your life and in your life, um, the Scripture declares that that which he started, he will complete until the day of Christ Jesus. This is um, He said to Joshua, "Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you. As I said to Moses, from the wilderness and the Lebanon as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and to the great sea, toward the going down of the sun, shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all of the days of your life." As, as as I was with Moses So I will be with you I will not leave you Nor forsake you Be strong and of good courage For to this people You should abide as an inheritance The land which I swore to their fathers To give them Only be strong and very courageous That you may observe to do According to all the law Which Moses my servant commanded you Do not turn from it to the right hand Or to the left That You may prosper wherever you go And notice that Where there is prosperity Based on The steadfastness Of keeping the commandments of the Lord As we said last night Jesus said If you love me you will keep my commands My commands aren't burdensome It says this book of the law Shall not depart from your mouth But you shall meditate on it Day and night That You may observe to do according to all that is written in it For then you will make your way prosperous Once again And then you will have good success Have I not commanded you Be strong and of good courage The second time he said that Do not be afraid Nor be dismayed For the Lord your God is with you Wherever you go You know and there's the um, Interesting thing about, about the, the scripture and the word and you know people talk, we talked about this some last night about the law and about um, what well, some people declare it to be legalism as opposed to grace and some people um, think you have to be one way or the other Either you have to be someone who just follows the law and are legalistic about everything or they believe that you're a person who just walks in grace but in reality you can be in both you know, Jesus says that the Bible says to be holy, for I am holy. But we can't be holy except through the Spirit of God, through the except through Christ, um, through His righteousness that only comes through the shedding of His blood is the only way we can be righteous and holiness is the same thing that we should strive for. But it can't be accomplished upon our own. But the Scripture says to to um, Meditate on the word day and night And then you'll make your way prosperous And then you'll have good success You know um, We've talked about obedience this week And about when The Lord declares things unto each one of us And the obedience we have To follow the Lord and the dedication we have Based on our love for Him the things that He's done for us We follow in obedience To whatever it is that He says And You know there's There's And obedience that comes from the law. Whether it says those, um, you know, let me scratch that. Um, As we, you know, I sort of want to go back over what we were talking about last night. Um, You know, there's the do's and the don'ts, and there's the law. But then there is just the leading. Aspect of this relationship we have With God It says in the psalms It says in the the, the shepherds um, Psalm as they say it It says they they rod and they staff They come from me The rod for correction The staff for guidance and for Leading You know his word will Lead you and guide you but also Will the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit Jesus said my sheep will hear my voice And the voice of a stranger They will not follow It says he makes me lie down in green pastures He leadeth me Beside the still waters He makes me lie down in green pastures His blessings are always going to be poured out upon you Because of the goodness the Lord has for your life But then it says that he leads me Beside the still waters If you want to walk in peace If you want to have peace in your life You need to be led of the Lord And the thing about leading Is you have to be able to be a follower You have to be able to yield yourself To the person who's leading the way And the only way you can do that Is by trusting the person Who's going to be doing the leading As he said to Joshua As I was with Moses so I will be with you Everything I commanded to to, to Moses, I'm going to do for you. The promises I made to Moses and the children of Israel, I'm going to do to you. I'm not going to change. The Bible says he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. The same Father, the same Jesus who worked in the lives of the disciples and the prophets and all the patriarchs of old is the same Lord God who is still operating today. The same Holy Spirit who raised Christ Jesus from the dead. That the Father has given to us As a guarantee of our inheritance Hasn't changed Nothing's changed He's the same yesterday, today, forever Men change But the Father doesn't His word is established forever in heaven Heaven and earth will pass away But his words will never pass away The Lord is faithful To fulfill his word To fulfill the covenant And the promises that he made to us, meditate upon the word day and night, for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Meditate upon the good things of the Lord, meditate upon his work. Fill yourself up with the word of the living God Fill yourself up with the word of the Lord It's how you renew your mind It's how you get from having a worldly mindset That is preoccupied with the things of the world That's preoccupied with the attitudes and the thoughts and the tensions of the world And your mind becomes transformed It says, we behold as in a mirror and um, 2 Corinthians We behold as a mirror of the glory of the Lord And are being changed from the same image From glory to glory even as by the Spirit of God Even by the Spirit of the Lord You know there is a peace that comes From being led by the Lord From meditating upon His Word, From being in His presence From dwelling in the presence of the Lord You know it says in Psalms 91 Those who dwell in the secret place of the Most High Shall abide Under the shadow of the almighty And there is a dwelling place In Hebrews it talks about a peace That we enter into A rest That we enter into There is a dwelling place Of the presence of the lord There is a dwelling place In your relationship with him Where he's leading you He's guiding you You're ever You're ever aware Of the presence of the lord in your life And when he's leading and tugging And he's calling, you're willing to go wherever he says for you to go. You're willing to do whatever he says for you to do. Because on the other side of that is prosperity. On the other side of of that is peace. On the other side of that is success. Because it's far too easy to not allow someone to lead them. You know, I heard a pastor, my old pastor said once that, there are many people who will come and sit down in church, and they'll want to be members of the congregation. They'll want the, they'll want him to be the person who speaks to them, but they don't always want to be. They don't want always want him to be their actual pastor. They do, they want him to be a pastor as far as being able to get up and give a good message, and they can turn around and walk away. But as far as being acquainted with in their life. As far as them submitting to the local body, to the authority of the local body, and submitting their lives to the church and to that um, and to that pastor, they're not wanting to do that. So when they need prayer, he's not the person they go to. They'll go to their friends instead of going to their pastor. And in the same way, the reason I say all that is because far too often we say that we're following the Lord, we're letting the Lord lead us, we're trusting him, but he's the last person we go to when we need something. We try to make our own um, solutions to our problems instead of trusting in the Lord. Partly I think because many times we still haven't learned, we still haven't grown in the maturity of our walk with the Lord to completely trust Him with every aspect of our life. We think because we are involved in the situation because we can see it and touch it, we can feel it, we can sort of try to Figure it out and work it out We think we can come up with the best solution And only when those solutions fail Do we turn around and turn to the Lord And trust the Lord with it And then even when we trust the Lord with it We're trusting Him with it grudgingly At times Because we don't have any other choice And it's usually at those times That we're the most desperate for a solution That we finally decide to turn to the Lord When what I would say is The other side of that coin is not having to wait until you're at a moment of desperation or you're in a crisis or in a moment of need to come before the Lord. Because the Bible says, Jesus said that the Father already knows the needs you have before you even ask them. And if we could learn to walk in our relationship with the Lord, walk in the trust and the peace where you're being led by the Lord and not running ahead of the Lord and then Having to turn around and have and Try to play catch up to figure out where you're Actually at or where you're supposed to be and how You got to the place you're at To learn to be obedient To that still Small voice of the Father That still small voice of the Holy Spirit That says go this way Go this way And then you don't turn to the right or To the left But you wait on him to lead you Because there's 5 million different directions you can go in life. There's 5 million decisions to make every day. But the question is, which one of those decisions, which one of those answers is going to get you closer to the place that the Father has for you? And he doesn't always reveal things all at once He told Abraham to go out from the the land you're in And go into the land that I will show you He didn't just spill it all out for him He didn't say, okay Abraham You're going to go to this land full in the milk of honey These are the coordinates Just turn this way And go straight And I'll tell you when to stop And then I'll tell you to turn But I need you to go to here well, that's not what the Lord did. The Lord said, just go. And go to the place that I'm going to show you. So Abram had to learn to trust the Lord. He had to, to learn to be led by his voice. It says that when the children of were Ezra or moving around the desert, there was a pillar of cloud and a pillar of fire to lead them and guide them. And every day, they learned to wait and look for the presence of the Lord, to see where the Lord would lead them, to see where the Lord would guide them, because they knew that his vantage point was much better than theirs. And in our own lives, at all times and all ways, his vantage point is better than ours. But it gets a little bit hard to hear his voice. When there's so many other voices That we're listening to Whether it's the TV or the radio or the news station Or our friends Or whatever else You know the Bible says in the um, Multitude of counselors Their safety And you know that scripture doesn't Just mean that your friends who are down The street or your buddies you're hanging out with But it, it also means The Holy Spirit also means Coming before the Father where it says To come boldly to the throne of grace In which we're accepted in a time of need And the first place that we could turn For all the issues in life is him Even when there are no issues in life The first place we can turn to him The first place we can turn is to his word Because you can go it on your own You can try to trust in yourself And trust in your own abilities but then you can miss out on the greater things. And you can go whatever direction you want, and the Lord's going to still bless you, but you may not always have peace in those situations. He'll make you lie down in green pastures, but he'll lead you beside the still waters.